Welcome to the UFTA Podcast. Hosted by Emily O'Connor and Jordan Rudolph. The UFTA Podcast brings you a surprisingly fresh take on everyday topics in health, fitness, and everything in between. We want to open the door to explore new information and new solutions in a way that's easy for you to understand and apply to your own life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the UFTA Podcast, Season 3, Episode 4. I'm Jordan Rudolph, and I am joined by... I am Emily O'Connor. Boom. The hosts, as always. Just us two. No special guests yet. Um, we're getting a bunch of these episodes in real time on our end done because I'm on vacation for a couple weeks, so uh, the guests will start coming later yes. on. Yes, we are pre-recording. If you listened to last week's episode, we recorded that in real time yesterday, and then this one is uh, now today in yeah. in Wednesday, real time. May second, we're recording this. Uh, it is the third, but third. yes, oof, yeah, third, just Sorry. flying by. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah. So today we're going back to a nutrition topic, uh, covering a little bit more of what will eventually be in our area someday, maybe, maybe not, uh, summer. Yes. And we're helping with summer essentials, um, and it's uh, I'll let Emily give out the full title here, but basically we're going to go through some nutrition summary essentials uh, to help you stay on track. Yeah, I think a lot of times summer can be, and this kind of spawned from a conversation I was having with a member here, it can be a really challenging time as we're pursuing a health and fitness goal and just to really dial into and stay on track, quote unquote, if you will, with nutrition. So we thought it would be valuable for you guys to hear kind of our top three summer nutrition essentials. So those include the simplest things that you can do. We can take them anywhere. We can do them wherever we are. They don't take too much planning, but if we know about ahead of time, we have time to do that planning as well. So kind of the simplest nitty gritty things and you may have heard some of these before in previous seasons. We've talked about a lot of these tips. They just become a lot more important for the summertime as we go. Uh, a lot, because the summertime is the season of beers, brats, and barbecue. Yes. So, um, triple Bs, if you will. We could say burgers, beers, brats, and barbecue, but beers, brats, and barbecue, those are my three kind of like nemesis of the summer. Uh -huh. uh, I love sitting outside. I love grilling. Uh, I love doing anything towards like what we can do in a barbecue. Obviously, big fan of brats, uh, preferably the chicken brats um, these days. And then uh, beer is one of my all-time favorite things in the world. Right. So those things get me a lot in the summer. Yeah. These essentials that we're covering uh, that we're covering here, Emily brought up <clears throat> in our pre-show notes and mentioned it in actually a previous episode uh, to me previously uh, in the show notes and. I liked it a lot because it could definitely help me. Mm -hmm. And that's that's something that uh, I thought, like, yeah, if it's something that can absolutely help Emily and I and have, like, on a personal level, mm -hmm. which most of the stuff that we're sharing with you guys is anyway, it's it's a no-brainer. For sure. And um, and then in my immediate defense was, like, but what about my beers, burgers, and brats? My triple <laughs> beers, Bs. Bra beers, brats, and barbecue. Beers, brats, and barbecue, yeah. Which, which I only correct because I think that's a good segue to kind of lead into our three each one of our three kind of ties into each one of those. So we'll start right from the top. When we think beers, the first words that come to mind is probably different for everyone else. 
Uh, I know my dad listens to these. He will probably think spotted cow immediately. But hydration, water, drinking water. We talked about alcohol a few episodes back. But tip number one for our nutrition summer essentials is to stay hydrated regardless of what you are doing. Yeah, and we talked episode two in in this season on alcohol. And I think one of the things that we maybe weren't really uh, as clear on there is how alcohol can dehydrate you. I know we briefly touched it on it, but not like dove into why. Mm -hmm. But we dove into some of the science behind what alcohol does when we get involved with alcohol, it just it, it it sends the signal to the brain that we have to go to the bathroom more. And then that's where we talked about the thing when people pass out, they sometimes can pee the bed, wet themselves, like all the things. Um, they lose control basically because the body has to relieve so much and it creates all the physiological responses. Alcohol dehydrates us mm-hmm. in, in a short-term sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so making sure that we stay hydrated because we are being dehydrated with alcoholic beverages, but also because of the sun. It's hotter out, we're sweating more. Uh, whether you are sweating through your shirts and clothes and whatever or not, um, you're still sweating more and, you're, and your body is exerting energy more, so it needs more fluids. So uh, there, there's not really a, necessarily a protocol that we're gonna go through today of like how often you should hydrate, but you should always be peeing fairly clear. Yeah. Like, tint of yellow fairly clear it shouldn't be brown shouldn't be golden like deep Mm -hmm. golden it should be fairly clear um and the ways we stay hydrated if you need extra help are zero calorie power rate zeros gatorade zeros all that stuff one of my personal favorites and i think m you found another brand but i love the liquid ivs Mm -hmm. liquid iv is good i also like element it's spelled l-m-n-t yes so it's not the full word they're very good um those are a little bit more sodium and electrolyte dense so i like those like if you do have like a long day in the yard it's essentially double a liquid iv it does also doesn't have a ton of added sugars to it they use stevia to sweeten it so there's that as well so i'll use a lot of those sometimes like after a big workout or if we're outside all the time and heavy heavy sweating days i'll usually have one of those or i'll just split it i'll dump it in water and then i'll have half because each one of them has a thousand milligrams of sodium, which can be hefty if we're not aware of it. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the sodium, um, for those of you listening that are worried about sodium intake and salt, when we sweat, majority of us will lose salt during our sweat. You can be tested for this, but to save you all of the riffraff around it, the sodium is to help make sure that the proper sodium ion channels in the body are happening to help keep us better hydrated, to help uh, prevent our muscles from cramping, and also help, also help our body do functional things. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of if you have blood pressure or not, this sodium that we're referring to is at a good level, especially if you sweat a lot. Like, mm-hmm. like it's okay to do it. Um, just don't be like slamming them all day. Right. It's also balanced with yeah. other electrolytes as yes, well. So you're sure not you just consuming salt. Exactly. So the other electrolytes help create what needs to happen in the body the way we need it to, to stay hydrated and stay more functional. Yep. Um, Liquid IV has its patented uh, water osmosis or whatever thing that it uses yeah. with the electrolytes too, the, 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 the electrolyte delivery system. Um, there's another one that we actually found. I don't, it's not LM, Element. Um, I always want to say LMNT, Element. <laughs> um, uh, <sighs> Is it called hydrate? Is that is yeah, it just hydrate called hydrate? Is one. Yeah. yeah, 
it's, it was a little bit cheaper than liquid IV. A it was a little bit sugar. cheaper, a little bit less sugar, and, and a lot packets. of those... <laughs> more packets, yes. <laughs> yeah. some, some of those do have caffeine as well. Yes. Which is so where that, that one too. is. That one has a little bit more caffeine, which mm-hmm. is where I usually drink these at the end of the day, so I try and stay away from that. I will double check on it because I did not know that till right now. Not all of them, but um, some of them do. <laughs> so, uh, keeping your pee fairly clear, um, using these electrolyte-balanced packets or supplements to help you stay hydrated. Um, If you heard us talk in the alcohol episode, it's drink your drink slowly, sip the first, drink slowly, don't be an asshole after the third, try to have a glass of water between each drink. Mm -hmm. Uh, Super crucial, especially if you're outside in the summer. Um, You might not feel the effects right on, but if you start getting a little fatigued, a little tired, a little irritable, uh, and then the next day you're feeling a little sluggish and slow, like that's all effects of dehydration. If your joints are sore, you could be dehydrated mm-hmm. uh, or underhydrated. So water is one of the easiest things that you can do. Staying hydrated is one of the easiest things you can do to keep enjoying yourself in the summer, but also to help your body enjoy itself. Mm-hmm. Like it's super simple. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think just leading right into the next one. Perfect. Just go right into it. So beers, brats are next, and you kind of touched on it to kind of tie into it. An easy swap is a chicken brat, but making sure that we're consuming our protein throughout. It is the number one macronutrient. I think we've done a full episode on the importance of protein, if not mentioned it so many countless I other just times. I sent that episode to like three other people yesterday. Perfect. So that would be the episode to reference if you're curious as to why. But oftentimes in the summer, we tend towards quicker, easier. There are a lot of barbecues and parties and gatherings, and oftentimes those tend to be a little bit lower, meals there tend to be a little bit lower in protein or higher in protein, but also higher in fats and carbs. So calorie dense, if you will, all of those calories go up. So having options that are leaner protein based, especially if we're at a barbecue, that can replace some of these other higher fat uh, foods can be helpful in, especially if we're maintaining a calorie deficit, if we're looking to lose a little bit of body fat, especially in that situation, this can be exceptionally helpful. The Emily nailed it right in the head, like without us going down into the details of why the protein is helpful, what she just said, that we have an entire episode on it, mm-hmm. like the power of protein. Yeah. Like Go listen go to listen that to episode again. if you're curious as to why. Yeah. This is just tips to help keep it high. Yes. So in the summer... In particular, we're using these because in the summer there's a lot of these barbecues, there's a lot of these gatherings, there's a lot of graduation parties, there's a lot of outdoor things. If you can fill yourself up on protein first, your body will become more full, which there is a level where if you do it too much you actually will be uncomfortably full. We're not saying to get there. But what that does is it prevents you from eating other food that you don't need and also will slow down your drinking naturally. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. And then it usually helps keep calories down, helps you keep closer to your goals. Mm-hmm. Your metabolism's already elevated because it's trying to break down the protein to get out of your system. Uh, a lot of cool things happen. So the protein first or the bringing the, and, and focusing on the protein when you're at these parties and, and going through that stuff, um, having that first or having like the extra portion come from the protein mm-hmm. saves a mile when when you're looking at it from the whole in the summer when we can get caught up very quickly and just, especially here in the Midwest, like, we only get the summer three or four months out of the year. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit more 
weight behind it. Behind it. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. One thing that I really like to do if I know I'm going to be out and maybe I don't know what food is there is I'll always control like my protein at breakfast before I leave. So I'll make sure that I add some extra egg whites. Maybe I use a turkey sausage, throw some extra protein in here, or I'll bring a shake and just kind of sip on that as I'm, you know, driving there, going there, whatever. Or like Jordan said, if we're at somewhere and we know it's going to be a grill season, bringing a chicken brat or something a little bit like a leaner beef that we could make a burger out of where you still can enjoy the camaraderie and the family and the community of enjoying the meals, but it doesn't have to necessarily be as heavy as perhaps the normal burgers off the shelf are. The brats. 100%. And the other, the other little trick that you can do I used to tell people this all the time where when you're when we're focusing on fat loss you don't want to be the person that brings like the chicken and broccoli to a wedding Mm -hmm. right like you can still go to the wedding and enjoy that food like it's not about the one bad meal that makes you unhealthy it's not about the one good meal that makes you healthy um but if you can you can also do what emily just said there like uh, uh you can take another step with that where you can bring the protein to the party and or if you have full control of it you can even do what you want to do there But if you don't have any control and you're really struggling with this, um, before you go to these parties or go to these things, and if you're worried about what you're going to eat or what's going to be available, you can always make or have consumed some protein prior to going there, like a little meal before you go to the meal. Even a shake can go a long way. Mm -hmm. That stuff will send a signal to the brain that kind of says we're full and we don't need as much food, so it'll naturally bring it down. Plus, you already know that you already ate a little bit of food, so you're going to naturally bring it back too. Mm -hmm. So having protein before these... Uh, still for the same reasons that Emily and I just said, are are another reason to focus on protein before these things anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you just touched on something that kind of segues into our last point, and that is if we're bringing a dish to pass to said barbecue, to stick with our beers, brats, and barbecues uh, theme saying thing here that we're, we're going off of, is make sure with our protein potentially, but controlling some of that when it is a barbecue we can bring a dish to pass controlling it by bringing some vegetables along with you and shopping specifically taking advantage of maybe a farmer's market or joining a csa there's a bunch of them here in lacrosse if you're local to try some new produce to get out and get the colors in get the greens in get the reds the oranges all the different seasonal vegetables in while they are here and in season and bring those with you so that you also know, hey, there's a nutrient-dense option Mm -hmm. too. Especially when it's a situation where it isn't strange to bring chicken and broccoli to a wedding. You could easily bring a super nice salad, and I would be shocked if people weren't immensely grateful for just the fresh vegetables to have on the side of whatever else they decide to consume. Not only are you supporting local farms and, and local markets when you do this, um, the, the obvious thing behind choosing vegetables and doing this too is that you can keep your nutrition at a sky-high level um, while also satisfying uh, a lot of other cravings and potential like satiety things with the fiber and uh, other pieces in it. And if, you, if you're worried, like the worst comes to worst, you can always stop by and, and grab a couple supplies to make your own vegetable board mm-hmm. um, and maybe you do end up grabbing a dill dip but that doesn't mean you need to use it maybe you use a slight amount maybe you have dill dip and hummus um, or like Emily said 
don't just leave it at like oh I brought cucumbers for slicing and carrots like make a make something make a salad out of it yeah one of my favorite things to do is make like a lettuce free salad so if people sometimes I'll bring lettuce too and if people want to make it bulky with lettuce but then it doesn't get soggy but even if you have a busy week or busy weekend you can chop and cut all the vegetables throw them in a huge bowl you could even put the dressing on it because it wouldn't get soggy and you just bring that whole thing with you so if people want to make it a full salad you can throw some salad lettuce on a plate scoop the veggies on there already might be some dressing on it if you choose to mm-hmm. or leave the dressing on the side if people want to choose to use it choose to not but a super easy way to kind of have everything prepped ahead of time without a ton of extra work because you can just prep it when you're making your own food for the week yeah yeah there, there's there's so many wins there behind it and and then when you can concoct it to make something like like there's nothing that catches people's eyes faster from a from a visualization standpoint than than a than a good looking salad or good look like like adding color right. to your plate colors, yes. yes like those type of things like it's vibrant there's different colors that we're not used to seeing when those are looked together like I know we can look and see the barbecue and we can drool over that and the the beers and the brats and the burgers and the barbecue and the pork and everything but there you will always stop at the thing that catches your eye and these these mm-hmm. plates these casseroles these dishes these recipes can catch your eye and they're healthy and nutritious as well for sure and there's a ton of them out there especially summer specific ones yeah because food is so much more fresh in the summer we tend to eat a little bit more raw vegetable vegetables in the summer especially if you live in the midwest and you only have summer for the three months that it barely is here mm-hmm. but all of those things tend to be a little bit easier to find easier to consume more attractive for people to consume because it's not the same gray ish that the the winter meals tend to be yeah and and it just it it brings life mm-hmm. like literally brings life and sometimes if you do it from the csa's the csa's will actually send you recipes with their packaged ingredients and and their produce that, that shows you how to make different recipes with those too so mm-hmm. sometimes it can work out with uh, with a double-edged sword hand in hand there yeah. Yeah. I think just bringing, focusing on the little things like mm-hmm. we've talked about all along, right? Like none of these tips and ideas are very complex. They might require a little bit of pre-planning, but having the knowledge to make that uh, happen ahead of time gives you the time to do so. So knowing these things ahead of time really sets you up for a little bit more success in the long term as you try to implement them more. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I think that's all I got for this week's episode. Just kind of ended up being short and sweet, which is good. Short, sweet, and actionable. Yeah. I say they take action real quick then. Yeah. As always, thank you guys very much for listening to this week's episode of the UFTA podcast. We very much appreciate it. Feel free to share this episode with someone who you think needs to hear it. Rate, like, should share subscribe download all the things helps the show grow helps us reach more people as well and without further ado we'll see you in the next episode bye everybody thanks guys